Welcome to Health Pulse Podcast. My name is Connor Delaney, CEO and President of Cleveland Clinic, Florida. Today's episode is Light the Lamp with Health and Hockey. If you're a hockey fan, you know that Light the Lamp means to score a goal. When that red light behind the, behind the goal goes off, that means the team scored. So many challenges have taken place with COVID and the NHL. The virus has drastically impacted sports in general, but particularly hockey and entertainment arenas. The NHL and the Florida Panthers have implemented many tactics to allow the team, the coaches, staff, and the fans to still light the lamp. My special guest for today is Joel Quenville, or as our hockey fans would address him, Coach Q. Joel was named head coach of the Florida Panthers on April 8, 2019. He has more than 20 years of NHL head coaching experience with the St. Louis Blues, Colorado Avalanche, and Chicago Blackhawks organizations. A native of Windsor, Ontario, Coach Q is one of only two NHL head coaches in NHL history to reach 900 wins. He's a four-time Stanley Cup champion with three championships won as a head coach. The recipient of the Jack Adams Award, Joel helped lead the St. Louis Blues to a President's Trophy. He's been married to his wife Elizabeth since 1988, and he has three children, Anna, Lily, and Dylan. Joel, thank you so much for participating in today's episode. It's my pleasure, Doc. Thanks for having me. Oh, delighted to have you here. So I'd like to first begin by recognizing our longstanding relationship and partnership as the medical provider for the players and staff of the Florida Panthers. Uh, as you know, Dr. Tejpar and Dr. Bush are present for each game and available to address any medical concerns, which may be especially relevant under the current circumstances we're all dealing with and the COVID pandemic. We really value this relationship and look forward to continuing to support your team and your team's health. We do as well. I think it's a great partnership for, for us as well. And I think the, the docs are great at the games. Uh, you know, I think that we rely on one another in a real good fashion. And uh, and it's a whole different world around here this year with uh, the, the way we have to go about our business, uh, coming in the ranks and uh, and getting tested. And uh, and then during the course of a game, uh, you know, with the, all the different testing and the, ro and the rooms, uh, splitting up with different guys, how we meet, how we... Uh, communicate but the docs are always a part of it as well and uh the service uh, that we get from uh, them has been outstanding and it's very appreciative as well oh that's great so obviously it's it's affected it, it greatly on a day-to-day -day basis so you mentioned testing so there's daily testing and then locker rooms obviously are normally fairly crowded situations what kind of things have you done in the locker rooms to manage it um, they, they basically split the locker rooms up and uh, when we had training camp right off the bat we had like seven different rooms for the guys about five or six in a room um, and then you kind of split it up where you didn't have all of defensemen in one room or goalies in a room or your top line together in a room so we kind of balanced that out uh, and as we've gone along here and gotten down to the, the numbers of training camp you, we have a a taxi squad that has six or seven guys in it and uh so we, we have a few extra guy, players around and uh, they have different practice times sometimes like today we practiced everybody together um we, when we meet we have uh, two different groups uh, sometimes they're in three different rooms four different rooms uh some now we're down to two rooms um we have uh, game days we have meetings in the morning we'll have two or three quick meetings and at night we'll have two two or three quick meetings um just changed this week where we have uh 
they uh, the players had to split up in the the out of one locker room going into a game. So we got two rooms that are ready for the game. And uh, it was kind of unusual. I think last night uh, after giving them my rah-rah speech before the game, I was wondering why it was kind of quiet in the room, right? It was only half the guys. So normally we got a bigger, bigger charge going out for the game. But then I, then it dawned on me, okay, the other room is, and then they say the other room's a lot livelier than that room. So it's, uh, <laughs> it's, it's one of those things you're dealing with. A lot of new things are happening on a day-to-day basis. And uh, that's one of them. Yeah. It's, it's changed everything really. So obviously that's changed your, your methods of training. Do you use, so we use a lot of virtual visits when we see patients. Are you using, um, do you video conference with the teams for some of the, or with the players for some of the tactics and mentoring them? We have had uh, several uh, video conferences, uh, video calls, uh, compliance uh, meetings. Uh, We've had several meetings uh, going into the start of the season um, with the the league uh, protocol and the compliances. Uh, Our compliance guys had several talks about uh, adjusting as we've gone along. Um, I can't uh, say enough good things of how compliant the players have been and cooperation has been outstanding. Um, you know, just from going on a, on a day off, normally you, you don't have to come to the rink on a day off, but, but on a day off, guys are coming into the rink to get tested and then they go home and it's, it's not our traditional kind of a day off, but it's a, uh, you know, the guys, you know, they, they, they go about that, uh, like it's, it's part of the, the deal here. So it's, uh, it's all part of it. Um, guys have been, you know, coming in with a good attitude with no matter there, there's, we're not allowed to complain this year, no matter what happens, you got to find solutions. We're all about, uh, finding it, being nimble, and uh, getting through it. Well, it's all about teams. And obviously, when you've got a highly functioning team like yours, that's that's a good place to be starting and, and communicate from. But high-level sports like your coaching and, and the players are playing is pretty high-stress environment. Do you find, is it does that make the coaching side of it more stressful? Or for the players, is it more stressful? Um, or have they been able to manage that side of it? Because in healthcare, we're noticing a significant increased effort and people are more burnt out and it's actually been really challenging to deal with. What about for sports? That's a good question. And I think that uh, the newness of this season of uh, when we're on the road, we're on the road together all day long for five or six, seven days on these trips. We're playing two teams or you're playing the same team twice in a row. Um, Usually got a road trip playing four games so you're not traveling as much you're in the hotel constantly or at the rink constantly so you're around one another in in a way where uh you know so you're you're constantly uh you know together and and, uh and it's like it's like your family so i think that uh as opposed in the past where you know you get on the road you get to go out and 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 go for dinners and you get you know you go with different groups as you as you go along here but I, i just think that uh being you know, in the hotel the whole time, that's a little bit different. And when we're at home here, it's not like we're going out, uh, going out as much or going out at all. And uh, so you're confined to the rink and home. And, uh, you know, so when we come to the rink, you know, we, we do our business. Uh, and one of the rules is this week, they, uh, they even cutting down our hours coming to the rink and, uh, and try to tighten that schedule up that, uh you know, instead of being here, some guys would be here four or five hours before the game, generally around three hours before the game. They've cut that down to about an hour and a half. So it's a, uh, it's just being, uh, following the, the guidelines and, um, but certain guys have their protocols or their r- routines or regiments going into a game. And, uh, that's been, you know, something they, they've made a little adjustments on that as well. 
Yeah, I think it means that when we all get to spend less time in person with each other, those few minutes that we do have are even even more important and have to be quality time. Now, I know you've set up some other protocols to try and help the team and, and you have a taxi squad. What, what really does that entail? A taxi squad, you got a 23-man roster. And uh, this year with uh, COVID, um, you can have up to four, you need minimum of four, up to six people on your taxi squad. Now these guys can practice with your team. You can uh, you can make your roster transitions to uh, to accommodate those guys, but uh, you still got to get to a 23-man roster. There's still waivers that are part of that. But basically, we've had a situation here where we want to incorporate everybody to be a part of it. Uh, for the most part of all the guys that have been in the taxi squad, just about everybody's had a chance to play. Um, we had some uh, several uh, roster moves uh, as well. Um, I think that uh, it's a little competition internally for these guys on a taxi squad that, uh, hey, you can still play. We still want you to be aware of how our, our system's going and not getting a chance to play many games. You've got to do everything you can, can to keep yourself fit to play because on a moment's notice, you can get in, get in games. We saw Dallas. Uh, we missed a couple of games with Dallas earlier on. There were some teams at uh, Carolina. Um, sometimes you get some guys coming in that you haven't heard of. Um, that could have easily happened to us. Uh, we haven't missed any games on our, uh, I don't want to say fault, but on uh, on our cause. But uh, we've missed four games. And uh, in some of those games, we could have, if they were games played, I mean, maybe we would have saw some of their taxi guys. Um, but some of our taxi guys are uh, on the squad. Many of them have played at least a game or two. So that's a, uh, it's increased, it gives you an idea of increased uh, your roster positioning if you do get hit with the virus. And uh, and basically, if you do get hit with injuries and a really compact schedule, and now we got even more compact schedule with the games we had to reschedule from the four we missed. Yeah, it's certainly compacting the schedule. I'm sure that makes it really complicated. And and if you've got these challenges around um, training time, and it must, there must be consequent challenges with some of the tactics when you get on field. And also, I know in some other sports they're worried about injury rates that the uh, players don't have as much time to train, and they're worried about with the compressed schedule and less time to train, there may be more injuries. Are you guys having trouble with that at all? Well, I think injuries is a, that's a great uh, great point, and I think it, with with so many games and not enough time to rest is uh, that can that that's something we want to manage and and keep an eye on. Um, I think uh, days off as we go along here is going to be important, um, keeping them away from the rink when it's uh, when it's going to be the best in their interest. I think guys have a cre creature habits; they want to skate every day, they want to be on the ice, and and I think uh, just getting that uh, extra day, whether you're going to be sitting outside in the sun for for a little bit and getting some fresh air, and uh, and not having to uh, put on your skates every day, uh, but we're we're in a mode where it's almost like. You, you almost don't need to come to the rink. You don't need to practice. And uh, guys would rather just play games anyways. So I think that's going to be how we're going to go at our business here the last part of the year. Well, good luck. I hope it works well. Um, I really appreciate you taking time to talk to us today, uh, particularly with all of your experience in the league over so many years. And as a as a viewer, um, and with all the different tactics you're using, I really appreciate that fans are able to enjoy the sport again. So, and that's thankfully due to you and the NHL and all the preventive measures you guys have been able to put in place. Coach Q, it's been a real pleasure uh, hearing about the unique challenges you and the, the team have adjusted to this year. And thank you for your partnership 
uh, and for for being with our physicians who continue to keep the team healthy. And um, to our well, list, oh, go ahead, please. No, no, just gonna thank you, Doc, and uh, it's a pleasure to work with you guys and all your help that you provided us and uh, wish you nothing but the best, thank you. Oh, thank you, and I was gonna ask you to echo to our, our listeners uh, the importance of doing all the things you're doing and staying vigilant in preventing the spread of this virus and wearing masks and safety. Uh, we know that now that as vaccines roll out, they're going to help. Um, but with all these different strains, it's a really complicated situation. So all of us as society staying aware, uh, it's really important. Absolutely. Be safe. Wear your mask. Uh, wash your hands. Uh, you know, stay distanced. And uh, hey, follow the rules. It's, uh, it's in everybody's best interest. And, and thank you. That's absolutely right. And to the listeners, please visit my chart uh, excuse me mychart.clevelandclinic.org and that'll help you stay up to date in regards to vaccination and distribution join us for our next episode preventing burnout and compassion fatigue with dr patrice harris with the american medical association uh, thank you all for your time today if you'd like to submit questions or future topic ideas please send them to healthpulse at ccf.org <laughs>